Episode 4 of Run Amok with Rex and Chuck. I am Corson Chuck. With me is Rex. Hello to my fellow hosts. Hello to our viewers. Yeah. Today we're here to discuss men's retreats. Church men's retreats. Because, well, we're really on the back end of one that, that we just attended and organized. So it's really fresh on our minds. Rex decided that it would be a, a good time to talk about it because several of our listeners were actually there too. So yeah, so maybe we'll see some audience engagement here. But um, well, and it's fresh on our mind. Why not talk about it when we just had it? Yeah. The first question, I guess, is uh, was this past was this men's retreat that we just did? Was this anything like men's retreats that either of you have been on in the past? Assuming you've been on past ones, I've only been to one other men's retreat because our church hasn't done a ton of these in recent years in fact i'll tell you a story uh right almost right after i got to rockridge church they were showing pictures of this men's retreat that had just happened i don't know a couple months ago or something and there were pictures of them in this treetop shooting range and and everybody brought these rifles out and they were talking about how much fun they had shooting together yeah and they went to these cabins and everybody's just talking about how awesome of a time that they had and you know young christian charles is sitting there like whoa this is what church is like yeah you get to shoot guns and hang out with your bros like how did i not get into church years ago yeah and then we never did it again oh the letdown Sad so, trombone. Uh, there has been one other men's retreat that I'll talk about later. But then we did this one, uh, yeah. which just mm-hmm. wrapped up Sunday. So, Well, how long are, has it been since there was a men's retreat with our church? Five years. Like an official Rockridge Church oh, sanctioned well, one. So the last one we did, we did not actually lead. Our senior pastor was the, was the main speaker, but Rockridge Church did not actually lead it. We were just sort of invited to tag along. Oh, okay. It was fun. It was neat. And, yeah. and I remember really enjoying it. But yeah, it's been five years since we did that one. So a fairly significant gorge of time. Yeah. Uh, I think I think, I think it was overdue. We needed to get back into it. Yeah. And I can almost guarantee it will not be another five years before the next one. Oh, it better not. I won't let that happen. Yeah. But no. Rex, you've, you've got significantly more church experience than I do. So... Do you have any past men's retreat stories to tell? Yeah, and it's kind of weird to hear that because I, for the longest time, I would identify myself as a young or a younger Christian that my I haven't been, you know, in the faith for very long. But really, now that it's been uh, over ten years or just about ten years since I accepted Christ, and that actually is kind of just something I'm kind of coming into understanding now. Like I, I, uh, I'm not just a new Christian, and I do have some more experiences now than than I would have maybe thought before you asked that question, or before tonight even. I was thinking about it this weekend at the men's retreat, and the reason I kept thinking about that is because this is the first time where I was involved with the planning of it, and, um, and just all the work that goes into it. Um, as far as my experiences in the past, I've been a part of a few different churches, and uh, I've done, the ones that I've done in the past, they were almost always a little bit more like introspective uh, as a, on a personal level. How can you grow or how can you grow like as, as a leader or how can you grow uh, individually as, um, as a Christian? 
But what I felt was a little bit different and nice about our retreat this particular weekend was that it was really, it felt more like this was a, a team effort. What can we do as the men's group to push forward kind of what we're, our whole church is kind of focusing on right now, which is this idea of missions and this idea of being sent and going out and, and um, reaching your communities, which we kind of talked about in the last, not last episode, but the episode before. It, yeah, it's, it's come up. White yeah. church. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, there were so many, <laughs> there were so many holes that needed to be filled that uh, this needed to be a team effort. Um, you know, they say football is the ultimate team sport. Well, men's retreats are certainly a team activity as well. Um, we needed so many people to bring the stuff that they brought to make their resources available. You know, things like lights, extra tables, extra chairs, uh, propane for mm. various reasons. Yeah. Um, there were just so many things that, that came up along the way that if we did not come together as a family and say, you know, we're going to make this work, uh, we're going to make ourselves and our stuff available, then it might have been a disaster. But it ended up being, people have asked me how it went. And, and I've been telling them, you know, for what it was, this sort of roughing it, tent style, tent camping style retreat, it went as close to perfect as I think it could have gone. Despite yeah. the fact that my grill caught on fire uh, <laughs> and that Lowe's cheated me out of a tank of propane. Yeah. Um, Did you get it exchanged yeah, for another I, one? Yeah, I or? took it in today and, you know, I Good. thought about really raising cane about it, but they just said, all right, well, we'll exchange it. And I told said, you they okay, would take care fine. of you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The fire was entertaining. For you, <laughs> yes, that's true. It probably didn't feel so good when it was your grill that was on fire. Well, that and just you know, I I knew right away that oh, I'm surrounded by all these other guys. So here comes here comes all this ribbing about oh, you don't know what you're doing, and oh, do, 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 do. I'll do it, I'll do it, you know. And I just knew that was coming. And I mean, I guess thank God people had that attitude because as soon as someone else stepped in to cook. Well, guess what? It didn't catch fire again, so evidently I was the problem. No, I mean, you were you were the guinea pig. They yeah. saw what you did, and then they were like, well, let's turn the heat down a little. Yeah. We'll cook it a little slower. There's obviously some grease going in there, and yeah. we needed to <laughs> come at it a different way. Yeah. It was a team effort. I, I will say I am very, I'm very proud of the group of men that came and... And their willingness to participate, their willingness to share, and to be involved with with the every aspect of setting up and and um, I don't know, it just it felt nice. It didn't feel like it was just me and you trying to serve a bunch of guys. It felt more like we all came together and, and made a, a good weekend out of it. Yeah, um, and I, I hope that the. That the theme is something again. The theme was was mission, but not not mission in the sense that we were encouraging the men of our church to go international. You know, to join up with a bunch of short term mission groups. Mission in the sense that you are sent into various communities. You know, the place you work is a community. The neighborhood you live in is obviously a community. If you belong to any affinity groups, you know, a hobby group or you know, a fan club for something. Those are communities that you're sent into. And these are all places where you can be on mission, not just for God, but but with God, because God is in those places. God is working on 
the hearts and lives of the people there, and and you can be his sent agent into these various communities. Yeah. I hope that theme was. I hope that theme led to some fruitful teaching for the men who were gathered there. I think based on their responses, it did. The small group discussion may have been the highlight for me. Yeah. What do you think it was? The highlight? Yeah. Like, what What from this men's retreat are you most energized by or excited about? What do you think you'll remember other than the fire? <laughs> other than the fire. And other than losing at Cornhole, I was you were a bitterly defeated at the very end. It was an I, impressive game, yeah. though. <laughs> You're I being had, too nice. <laughs> I should have had a second place prize. Yeah. But it was winner take all because this is America, after all, if you're not first what was, last. What was the prize so, again? $20 to in and out Oh, see, I wanted it so bad. So I would say my, my highlight wasn't really any one particular moment so much as, again, just feeling like, wow, like these guys really want to be involved. Like We can take what we did this weekend, and I think we can see growth come out of that the next time that we try to do something with the men. Like if we went bowling and like maybe we paid for the group next to us and just did something small. I think we're going to start seeing just more involvement from the men. And there was a couple of men there that also were like I think they're 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 hungry to do more as the men of the church and and I think excited to see um as one guy put it a new um season for the men's group that we're going to see maybe kind of a time a season of 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 growth and a revitalization because it has been five years since we've done anything yeah so that's the highlight from this retreat yeah you've been on past retreats what do you remember from those ones well like i said the past ones always felt a little bit more about like me like introspective um got to work on myself, got to fix things. And yeah, I got some of that from this weekend. Like I, I know that I need to work on my own ability to, to just have candid conversations with people because I'm, I'm very introverted. I don't want to talk to people, much less strangers, much less about something that's so core to who I am and feel rejected if they're like, I don't want to hear about that, you know. Um, so I just need to... I need to work on that, and that's 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 true. But in past men's retreats, it almost felt like because I was an attendee rather than a facilitator. Right. Um, I felt more although like you I did was perform being at past men's retreats, correct? Yeah, but being the worship leader is different than being invested in like helping you to plan things, us going shopping together, which was a whole experience that I learned about you, or. Um, helping like kind of read through what you had written for the retreat, um, trying to coordinate, okay, who can help you go get the grill and buy the wood? Thank you, Nate the Great. Yeah, we need to stop for a second and just highlight to our listeners that Nate was one of the MVPs of this retreat. Um, You are just such a helpful guy, and and thank you for everything you did to help us pull this off. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. I was glad to help. So, yeah, so I, I kind of had a, a different perspective going into this one. And, and good. Like, it felt good to do it. It felt good to see it come together. It felt good to see you doing your thing and, and really being able to 
pull off you know the four sessions and the uh, I will say one of the highlights just to go back to this was the random two women who came and sat down yeah it almost wasn't a men's retreat there for a second <laughs> yeah. so to tell the story here's what happened in the middle of one of the sessions that we were having uh, it was the first session that we were having away from the campsite because of I think it was the first one we were doing when the sun was actually out. Yeah. Uh, so when we were doing the ones at night, we had to stay in the campsite because that's where everybody's lights were. But the sun was out, so we thought, oh, we can use this little amphitheater space that's here just as part of the campground. Oak Grove Campground, by the way, which is beautiful if you're looking for a nice, cheap, simple place to camp. Highly recommended off Highway 79. In any case, we decided to use this little amphitheater space. Rex is playing. He's having a great time, killing it, crushing it up there, assisted by percussion, by the way. And these two women in, like, jogging outfits do kind of a circle around us. And I see them in my periph. And I keep asking myself, are they are they coming in our direction? Are they oh. about to crash this party? I didn't see them until they literally walked in and sat down. Yeah, so they walked in. They took up some space on a bench. And I sort of turned to them and just said, oh, uh... Well, you're, you know, you're welcome to be here. <laughs> uh, you know, this is our, our little retreat, but but you're welcome to sit in on this session with us and do worship with us. And and I went and got them. I had a bunch of extras, so I went and got them a couple copies of the reading material, which they did keep. <laughs> they didn't give it back. So, you know, my prayer for this is that they have read it and, and maybe they've gotten something out of it. Maybe they'll take it back to their church yeah. and say, hey, you know, we should we should talk about or this. Or their right? husbands. Yeah, or Who their knows? husbands. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, assuming they have them. But <laughs> yeah, I guess. They did at some point look at me and they said, is this? And they must have come from a church background because they knew the language. But they said, is this a, a church men's retreat? And I said, well, it was, but, uh, you know. <laughs> you were you're, so willing to just let them You're more than in. welcome to be here. And then we had all the men take a vote if they would be allowed to stay. The men voted yes. Well, we did that uh, for, I thought we were doing that for the worship portion. But when <laughs> when they first sat down, and then I was like, okay, I'll do a couple more songs. Because they literally sat down right when I was finishing. And I knew well, maybe this is an opportunity. I took that first step. I was like, all right, I'll do I'll do a couple more songs. And then you took off. And I didn't know where you went. And so in the back of my mind, as I'm playing these songs, I'm like, oh, he's upset. I thought you were like, I thought you needed a minute away. I wasn't sure what happened. But then you came back with the paperwork and I was like, oh, okay, he's, he's legitimately actually seen if they'd be interested in following along with that session. But, uh... I I was kind of relieved that that they decided to move on, if only for the fact that I just felt like it would have made it awkward for the men, regardless of them being like, yeah, they can stay. Um, we may not have had the same kind of open sharing, you know? Yeah. And 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 I thank them for the 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 fact that they did stay for the two songs. Yeah. And like, they were very respectful about it. There was no point where I was like super uncomfortable with the way that they handled it. Do you think it maybe took some guts for them to even come up to us? Well, maybe there's something about music and that came up actually in the men's retreat that music draws people in. So maybe not. I I don't know. I think it took maybe some guts to hang out after maybe looking around for a minute or two and being like, well, this is all men. And this is obviously a church thing, because I wasn't exactly singing secular songs. <laughs> do, you, do you think 
Do you think there would be a double standard at work here? Like, let's say it's me and you. Oh, And we're absolutely. walking around in this campsite. Yeah. And there's these benches full of women in jogging outfits. And there's music playing. And we walk over and we sit down and we start singing along. Are we going to be as welcome? Or are we going to be viewed as well, predators? I, you know, yeah. same situation, I think, with the music. I think it would be maybe okay. But if we really lingered... I think, I think there could be a uh, yeah, some whistle blowing. Yeah, that would be a problem. We uh, got the short end of the stick on this one, I think, in terms of the gender, no. the gender binary. Oh, you don't want to go there. You do not want <laughs> to go there. I don't think we got the short end of the stick. We don't have to worry about women being creeps. Oh, I highly disagree you you worry about this i don't actively worry about it but i well, am that's saying, what i'm talking about they i am saying actively... that there's equal potential for creepiness among both genders yeah but it's much less likely i think the other well, way around this might be a discussion for another episode <laughs> I think it is. we'll do we'll, we'll do a whole episode about or maybe not gender differences no and the idea of <laughs> we are, no? we are you not just, qualified you want to be that. confrontational is that too okay a, let's have right. an episode where we get our wives on here right then i'm then into it be an even yeah i'm into that yeah. right off the bat yeah. Yeah. okay but that does make me think of another question okay so they they came into our space right right but and they chose to leave, and, and I, you know, I respect that, and I, I appreciate that on a certain level. You know, they recognize that oh, this is a, a community that is trying to, sort of be by themselves right now. You know, we were sort of uninvited guests, so we'll go, even though we told them they were welcome. Right, we we're right. trying to show them hospitality. They respectfully said, no, that's okay. Right, but we will keep the reading material. Um, thank God for that. But what we were talking about, the discussion we were having was not uniquely masculine. No. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, that's true. A, a, you could have that exact same session with an audience of all women, yeah. and it would translate just as, just as well, right? We were talking yeah. about the missionary nature of God and how God sends himself into the world just as he sends his people out into the world. There's yeah. nothing uniquely manly about that. You know, we weren't talking... But they didn't to, know that. No, they didn't know that, but... But the question that I'm, I'm getting to is, what, what makes a men retre- men's retreat, what makes a men's retreat uniquely masculine? Why is there value in having a men-only retreat? And, and not like a couple's retreat? Well, not like a couple's retreat, but, but essentially not just, not just doing church in another place does that make sense like not just having the door open to to all participants why is there value in having a a a retreat that's just the men of the church right and and what makes that a uniquely male or masculine thing because again our theme was not uniquely masculine our discussions were not unique to men so what what well, makes a men's retreat uniquely masculine some of the in-between discussions were probably uniquely men uh, even if we didn't touch on anything super deep or difficult, this particular retreat, what we did do is help create those relationships between the men, open up some doors, some pathways in the future. And men need to, we really do need to be stepping up as leaders. And one of the ways we do that, uh, we need to figure out what page we're on. We all need to be on that same page together as the men of Rockridge. 
so that we can tackle more projects together, to do God's work together, and support each other when it comes to leading our families and, and leading the church into whatever those projects are that we're called to. Yeah. The in-between talk, you're probably right, uh, was definitely sort of for men only, shall we say. Um, and you're right, it was easier and probably more fruitful for us to talk about these things with the with the lens or the perspective of, you know, this is a group that is uniquely called to be the leadership of our church because it is a group represented solely by the men of our church. Right. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. Um, now, we could have had those same discussions with with a mixed gender audience, you know, with with our wives along. But maybe there is a certain value in just gathering the men of the church. Maybe that does open up certain doors where we can talk about how desperately we need uh, to use the unique gifts of our masculinity, one of which I would say includes, you know, male headship to take these themes, to take these ideas, to take these things that we've all agreed now are important and our church should be doing uh, to take them back into the church and try to guide the fairer sex to, to pursue them along with us. Yeah. But those in-between talks, that's probably what what defines, what gives the most masculine flavor to a men's retreat. And I'm not saying that we, because it's only men, take the liberty to all of a sudden become these vulgar, debauched creatures. I'm not saying that. Um, but it is a chance to talk man-to-man yes. um, without the ears of our wives around. You know, Not that we talk about them or anything, but, but we do enjoy the security of knowing that we are surrounded by people with similar experiences, with similar perspectives as the fellow men of the church, right? Yes. And there's not going to be, we don't have to explain things as much. We don't have to face as much, I guess, disagreement or, or other thinking. We're a lot more unified in the way we think in, in an environment like that. Yeah. And this, again, this retreat, the topic maybe would be, very easily translated into a women's retreat. Yeah. Maybe we would change the theme of Oscar Mike. Oh, I don't know why we'd have to. There's women in the military, too. Well, not nearly as many, I'm sure. Well, you're you're right. We could play the numbers on that. Yeah. But, uh, um, but there will be men's retreats that are maybe more keyed to men as well. When we do maybe need to have a retreat where we're talking about how to specifically be the leader of your household or how to specifically um, love your wife. You know, like we can have conversations, we can have retreats a little bit more focused on individual um, shaping of men. Um, But again, I feel like this one was really important to me to see the men come together, to see the men who have a desire to to be involved in this ministry, to be involved in the lives of their fellow men in the church. Um, it was really encouraging to see that you and I aren't the only ones that wanted to see something happen. Yeah, absolutely. I was surprised by some of the responses that came to us that had that flavor of our church is approaching a time of, of change or we are coming into a season 
of transition. You know, there was a turns out there was a lot more of that kind of thinking within the body of men that's in our church than I ever really would have thought there is. Well, based on the fact that it has been five years, you thought, I think you thought the same as me. Like, if there was that desire, that we would have seen some more evidence of it, maybe. And so that kind of maybe led to us thinking that we weren't going to experience what we saw. Yeah. Um, and again, I really think that this retreat helped us to get to know individuals. I definitely, even though you and I are really good friends, I definitely think I learned some more about you, even on this retreat, or planning it, getting into it again with how crazy you are at shopping. That was an experience. You know, okay, so let's come up twice. Yes, we might want to talk about it at some point. But I don't, I don't think I'm this psychopath living out no you are public that you believe i am but you why don't you go ahead why don't you go ahead and try to justify this perspective to our listeners tell them what makes my shopping style okay first of all if there even is such a thing you have unique you have a very unique approach first of all you walk about two miles an hour faster than everyone else you're just go 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 with that cart i know what i want you know (laughs) i know what i'm looking second of all you don't even linger near your cart. You just kind of like park it in the middle of an aisle. You, you walk up and down that aisle. You'll find something. And then you proceed to chuck it from wherever you're standing and and try to drop it into that cart. Now, to your credit, it went in the cart almost every time. Exactly. That's cool. Almost every time. Yeah. I think you dropped the marshmallows. I think. I might have. At least you those, didn't drop the eggs. Those are more difficult I actually, to throw. I was afraid that you were going to throw the egg carton, so I, I went and grabbed that one. Even if I am crazy, and I'm not agreeing that I am, I'm not an idiot. I know eggs break. <laughs> okay. There were, we had loaves of bread in the basket. We had uh, things like glass in the basket. And you're just chucking things in there. And... It made me very uncomfortable. We've had discussions in a previous podcast of how uncomfortable I am with confrontation. <laughs> and watching you shop made me nervous. I thought we were going to get people yelling at us. I thought we were going to have people looking at us. I don't even want people to look at me. So I started like kind of separating myself from you. You know, <laughs> I'm, like, you know I'm going to go shop over here. But I thought you were just that. actively looking for other things. No, I wasn't trying to be helpful. I was trying to <laughs> get some separation. Well, that sounds amazing. Okay, I argue that my shopping style is not, it's not crazy, it's just, it's expedient, okay? It is, <laughs> sure, it a, is a more expedient, efficient I'm all about way, efficiency. Exactly, then you should be more into this. No, I want... Then you should develop your skills of being able to drop the marshmallows into your car I'm not willing away. to sacrifice food integrity for efficiency. Food integrity. It's a thing. That's the concern. It now. is. Wow. Yeah, I don't want my bread to be squished. You, I implore you, now. sir, to find a single piece of food from our retreat that had its integrity compromised. How? Despite my we ate unique, most of it. I know. Use your memory, dude. <laughs> there wasn't a single damaged piece of bread. <sighs> That's probably impressive. Look at yeah. that. Yeah. Think about that <laughs> for a second. Every single burger was neatly put together. You know what else you did weird? What? You put everything on the on the conveyor belt in the wrong order. 
Oh my. The wrong order? Yeah. You're supposed to put all the like... Since when is there an order? You have to put all the fragile stuff towards the end so it doesn't end up getting bagged underneath the other stuff. How do you not know this? That's the packer's responsibility. But they're like paid minimum wage and they're in high school. They don't know. They don't care. Yeah, that's also true. What world do you live in? These baggers are no longer 18-year-old kids working on getting out of high school. These are now like 30-plus-year-old people Mm. who have been doing this for 10 years and they belong to the grocery store workers' union. They're 30-plus-year-old people who are still working at the same grocery store and all of their joy in life has been sapped out of them and they do not care. And then someone like me comes along and gives them a unique challenge... Right? And perhaps reinvigorates their interest in their work. There is no order that things go on on the conveyor belt. Okay, let's just establish that right now. Uh, it is No, there's no order. That's a flat fact. The things that are within the reach of your hands go on to the conveyor belt. It is the bagger's responsibility to arrange them however they feel is best. They're the professional, okay? Not me. They're the ones who should know that the eggs go on the top. And the bread goes on the top, and all the heavy stuff, like bananas, go on the bottom. And by the way, um, I know I bought about 60 bananas, or 70 no. bananas, but most of them got eaten. Oh. Well, we felt obligated. Yeah, actually, I think I, I think I shoved down like six or seven bananas just because they were in such abundance. Right. And well, also, um, they're, so I, my perspective on the ordering thing is, is because I've gotten so used to uh, begging my own. So I just fall into this natural rhythm of, okay, I know that I'm going to have to, you know, take care of my own stuff. So I do, I do put them in a certain order. And yeah, obviously, you know, things that are non-fragile and non-squishable and go first. And you know first. what that does for you? It makes it more efficient. Right, exactly. Efficiency. Okay, listen. I can get in and out of the store buying a full load, right? Full basic load of groceries within 30 minutes. No, you can't. Yes, I can. I just did it today. 30 minutes. I just did it today. I don't believe you. Absolutely. No, I believe it. I can do the yeah. same. Boom. I'm going to follow Nate. you around with Facebook Live. You go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, this you is a challenge. We're going to yeah. do this. All right, fine. Challenge We're going to see if you could literally... I want to see your shopping list ahead of time. Okay. And then at the end, I want to see if you really get everything you went for. <laughs> this is probably true about a lot of things in my life, okay? Uh-huh. That it looks crazy to the un trained (laughs) but that in reality it's very purposeful it's more effective than what most people do and it it builds happiness within me (laughs) it does that makes you happy that's fair i mean if it makes you happy i think i i think i said this to you when we were at the store and it means even more now to me the real work and sacrifice that i put into this men's retreat (laughs) was shopping with you. Probably the real work and sacrifice you put into this men's retreat was not just shopping with me, but having to work so directly and closely with me on such a big project Uh because I'm probably not a very easy person to work with all the time. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm probably not either. But we we got along. I can attest to both of those things. (laughs) Oh, nice. Thanks, Nate. You're welcome. So when are we going to put up that ad for a new producer? Dun, dun, dun. Well, you know, we may not need 
to actively seek one. I mean, Dutch does quality work. Oh yeah, we could pull and Dutch. And if anything in. ever happened to Nate, I have full confidence that Dutch could effectively fill in. I mean, the dude. You know that dude benches like four oh five right now. Four oh five. Now maybe that doesn't say much about what kind of producer he would make, but it says a lot to me. That's up from last time, isn't it? He started when we first started the podcast. He was three something. Now he's up above four hundred. Yeah, yeah. When we first started, uh, he was doing three plates plus two tens, which is three fifty five plus the bar. I think I remember um, it being, which is, gosh, that's about eighty pounds higher than where I'm at right now. Yeah. So yeah, he he's high. advanced up to four oh five. Hmm. Pretty sure that dude could be Mr. Olympia if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think he could do that. I think he could. I think he could pull it off. And maybe he would make a great. Producer. I mean, we could find uh, out. We can give him a test run one yeah, of these episodes. Absolutely. If um, Nate's ever sick. But you know, or that's, those are the kind accident. of qualities that I look for in the people that I work with. Yeah. If I was running a business, <laughs> why are you working with me? Because you're trying. Oh, okay. And because you're you're making progress, right? All right, yeah. You've got some beginner gains, okay? Thanks. I don't know if I'm insulted or not. No, that's good. No, you shouldn't be, right? Those are compliments. Maybe someday we'll do another episode idea: uh, health and fitness in the Christian life. Oh yes, yeah. by two guys who are unfit. Well, but no, uh, I mean, two guys who are unfit. You're yeah. both more fit than me. Let's put it that way. Uh, uh, excuse yeah. you. Who was the first one on the top of the mountain hike yesterday? Oh, or wow. Saturday. I'll take that. Yeah, that was. Yeah. That who was, was the one who looked down at <laughs> looked down at me as I am going like five steps at a time up this, you know, forty five degree incline and goes, <laughs> "Oh, how's it going down there?" You I might up. have said that. Now, <laughs> here's the thing. Okay, I know you. And because I know you, I believe that you were genuinely concerned for how I was doing. I don't think you were trying to be arrogant or no. trying to tease. No. But I have to tell you something. When you asked me that question, I wanted nothing more than to make it to the top of that <laughs> hill and pop you in the mouth. That's totally fair. I would, have, I would have not objected to that. You were up there a solid like 20 minutes before we made it up there. Yeah. But my thighs were just jelly. Like, I was, I don't know why I thought, oh, we can run up this thing. And we started. I started with a run. I got like, yeah, that's right. A sixth of the way. And I'm like, nope. Yeah. I'm going to have to walk this in increments. Yeah. yeah. So we got to do a little hiking at this retreat. That was It fun. did feel good. Yeah. We got to have some small group sessions, uh, cornhole tournament, runner yes, up right here. Yes. By the way, cornhole is a beanbag toss game. Do not get the wrong idea of what happened at this retreat. Correct. Um, <laughs> and keep your Googles to a minimum. Yeah. But in any case, uh, tournament runner up right here. Nate also participated. Yeah. I got knocked out in the first round. Yeah. But uh, actually, your dad is way better at that game than I ever oh, would have thought. Yeah, that he, was... is, he is an assassin. Yeah. Dude. Came out of nowhere. He had perfect form. Just watching him throw yeah, that yeah. was like watching ballet. So did you, by the way. There's <laughs> photographic evidence, which I will submit to you later. Yes. But we got to do our four sessions, had some really awesome small group time. And then at the end of everything, it was just an awesome little social hour before everybody went to bed so we could pack up the next morning. That was everything in this retreat. You know, I feel like it went really well. I feel like it was a positive experience for anybody. But it does make me wonder, what... Should a good, let's go beyond good. What should a great men's retreat have to offer for the people who are in it? Like, what what really makes these so great, so good? You know, hmm. God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Easy answer. Yeah. There you go. Boom. 
done. Answered. Right. Thanks. Uh, I don't know. Please uh, Getting people to come and having opportunities for them to share, having opportunities um, for us to pray together was great. Um, I think a great men's retreat has to have something that we're all kind of interested in as men, which camping is kind of one of those things, which we got to do. Um, It might be something that we need to craft to our church. What What is the men of our church really into? Are they really into shooting guns? Maybe we should do another one of those. Are they? I into... certainly am. Yeah, I'm well... just going to put that on the record right now. <laughs> we'll have to take. A I'd vote be into or something. it. Uh, I did that actually with a men's group. It wasn't our retreat, but it was a men's group activity. I did that before. Um, we actually went out to some place up in Paris, I think it was, and shot shotguns. They had like the little thing that shoots the disc, and then you yeah. shoot it with a shotgun. Yeah. So we did that. The, what are those called? It's called trap shooting. Yeah, we did tra- we did trap shooting. You amateur. I, well, yeah. the, is that when they they throw the thing the target up in the air and you shoot? Is that yeah, it's yeah. It's what they call a clay pigeon. Okay. I mean, clay it's not pigeons. like a dude just throwing them. Well, no, it's a it's, it's like a machine. machine. Yeah, yeah. 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 Trap shooting, and and you know maybe there's people in our audience who are super good at it, but trap shooting for me, extremely difficult, right? So with a rifle, I can hit something at 300 meters or beyond, assuming I'm wearing my glasses. But trap shooting, I almost can't hit a thing. I think I did all right at it. I, I don't think I was hitting every one, but I was hitting at least every fourth one. So it's pretty good, I guess. That's the thing that the only reason I've, the only context I've seen that in is like from shows or movies where it's some old rich white guy doing it just for fun <laughs> because he can. Yeah. Especially in the movie Shooter with Mark Wahlberg, the senator does that yeah you know, when he's like and he's gloating about his his master evil plan while he does it so well i think this was like 20 bucks and you get like an hour and and this day it was raining if i recall but we had a blast and that could be something we could do with the men yeah i'd love to do that I'm not i know sure. for a fact we have several uh, gun enthusiasts in our church yeah so if we could do that there you go we should put so, that together so that would be something. I mean, figure out what the men in your church want to do, yeah. and you're going to have a great retreat. or a other, great Yeah. Other retreats I've been to nailed the fun stuff more, but I think the retreat that we just put together really nailed the, really nailed the teaching part of it um, better than other retreats I've seen. And I know that sounds like I'm puffing myself up here, but... It does. But no, I mean, we, we delivered on all four of our sessions. We did four sessions in the span of... I'm not even going to say two days, really like one and a quarter day, because the first one was way in the evening. We didn't even start, you know, that first day until after six o'clock. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's a pretty heavy load. But our our attendees seemed or our attenders really seemed into it. You know, nobody was slacking off or dozing off or, you know, not participating. There was full participation in every single one of those talks. And I yeah. was really not just impressed with that, but really overjoyed by that yeah it was solid yeah yeah the only thing i wish this will sort of be our next question what what could have gone differently what should we have done differently uh the only thing i wish i would have done differently or that might have gone differently is i actually did wish i could have come up with a a more creative theme there is sort of this culture and like church men's stuff that that man, it, it it gets to be so derivative with how much it borrows 
military imagery, right? I mentioned on a previous yeah, episode uh-huh. that that movie Gladiator shows up a lot well, in like you didn't church men's use culture. Gladiator, so no, I did you, not. You pulled it off without that, partly because I don't even really like that movie, but blasphemy yeah but uh it borrows a lot sometimes from like military imagery or you know it's very easy to get the idea that like all church men are just into guns and hunting and army stuff aren't they no um <laughs> no. i mean this is going to sound really hypocritical because i kind of am at least the guns part i've never actually been hunting unless you count taliban hunting but let me hunting. let me ask you though what do you think you would want to like if we were like hey let's put if together I to try uh, hunting yeah do you think that's something you are at least a little bit interested in? Yeah. Um, partly just because of how hard it sounds like it is. Because yeah. deer, if you're downwind from a deer, I think they can smell you up to like a mile or something. Well, to me, and there's also the idea that you can kind of connect with the thousands of years of men hunting. Yeah. Like you can share in that experience that's been like a male-dominated field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think there is that manly draw to, to hunting. To so that end, see. let's spear hunt. Okay. Forget guns. Uh, let's leave those at home. Let's carve out a couple spears and all right. really lean into this. Yeah, we wow. got to get our let's cardio get deep, up. Let's get deep <laughs> we into the murky start doing waters more. Here. Okay. We got to do more on the treadmill before we attempt that. Yeah. <laughs> but in any case, uh, I guess I do wish... I wish that I had more natural creativity... Where maybe I could have come up with, because as critical as I was about like, oh, you know, it, it gets so derivative, they borrow so much military imagery, well, so did I. Yeah. You know. But it is a part of your past. Yeah. And also, I mean, to be fair to you, that'll come with time. I mean, this was pretty much your first time organizing this kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, guess. yeah. Don't, and don't it didn't seem as it. disingenuine coming from you. No, for because sure. Because we all knew you were in the army. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And there was a chance to tell some of those stories there. Um and I appreciate that, by the way. But maybe in future retreats, I can try to, you know, push the envelope with that a little bit. Try to get more creative. Hey, here's a question. How, because I've seen, right, like up at Hume Lake, they have advertisements for like dirt biker retreats, firefighter retreats. How specialized can we get? Like, can we do a, can we do like a magic players retreat? Nobody can would we get go. That, can we that get would be that just, deep into it? Just be me and you. Right. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, you could. I've been a part of, it wasn't a, a retreat, but it was a, a men's group thing um, at a North Coast church in Vista. Um, they did what was called, and I think they still do it every year, it's called the Desert Rat Experience. And literally it was like a few hundred men. Because this is a big church. And then they invited other churches. In fact, if we wanted to, we could probably even talk to them and get ourselves to be involved, even if we just pay the fee and show up, bring our men. Um, And it's like a three-day weekend trip out to Ocotillo Wells and Mm -hmm. just dirt bike, ride in the... I got to ride in this guy's... um, He had a super souped-up dune buggy, and we were going like 120 miles an hour down one of the washes. So that... That was an experience. Um, so you can do stuff like that. You can definitely have very niche activities, but I don't know that you would have that be your retreat so much. Right, and the it retreat, sounds like... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say the retreat should be focused more on growth, whereas these should be more focused on building um, relationships between the men. Yeah, absolutely. We and could do like a powerlifting retreat. How's that? Yeah. You know... 
You, you don't might... have to pay admission. Okay. But your bench max has to be above 225. I'm out. I think I could do one. You think you could do one at 225? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. No, maybe not. Maybe. To protect you and for one. the benefit I'm talking of our about audience, just I one. won't explain why I don't know you could put up 225. But <laughs> It's okay. And to get to do those kind of specialized things, I feel like you have to have the numbers that we don't yeah, quite have. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you have would... to, or find a mega church, in the, which we have, yeah. uh, thank, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but we do have mega churches in this area. So, you know, those are available if we need them. Well, I guess we should get to work on trying to plan the next one. Um, yeah. People in the audience, don't worry. It will not be a Magic the Gathering retreat. Yes. Although maybe someday we'll get brave enough to bring our cards and show you guys how to play. We'll, we'll see. Oh. We'll see in the future. But, uh, oh, my. No, we're not. We're not going to do that. Okay. I, <laughs> I don't see how that works. Uh We will plan the next one. We're, well, before we plan the next retreat, we need to start, I think, thinking about some more interim stuff that we can do in like an afternoon yeah yeah events yeah little events um if they can be mission and scent theme that'd be great if not also would be just as great to to try to keep drumming up interest in the men's group by having the bowling thing or the hunting well not the hunting thing but maybe the maybe the whatever it was called where you shoot the thing in the sky Trap shooting. trap shooting. I'm never going to remember that. Uh, Paintball. What does it have anything to do with traps? Why do you call it trap Look, dude, shooting? I don't know all the ins and outs of it, all right? Oh. But it's called trap shooting. Who, who named it? And if you really need a device to remember it, just remember it's kind of like trap music, only it doesn't suck. What? That doesn't help me at all. That went over my head. I don't design. even know what you're trying to say. <laughs> But that's are okay. you trying to say trap on. music is good? No, I'm no. saying it sucks. Now, are you talking? Is that a genre? The trap of music? shooting is great. You're into all kinds of weird music. I assumed you would know this. I, yeah, I, I don't, don't think I'm familiar with the genre of trap. No. All right, never mind. No. We'll cut this part from the final. Right. Now you don't mean the band trapped. No, because that's actually there's, halfway decent. There's band. a genre of, and it's like electronic music too. That's part of the reason why I, I might like it. Know it. Yeah, I might it's like it. Trap music, and it's terrible. No. Okay. I mean, you're the one telling me about all kinds of obscure stuff. I thought for sure. I've never heard of it. this. All right. Well, somebody, for somebody me, educate I me. I stumped. If we have a listener who's really into trap music, we give us give <laughs> us like no. a top three, and we'll listen to them. I've stumped Rex. Mm-hmm. I've done it. Yes. Yeah. That should be an ongoing game on our podcast. See if you could stump me. You could if you just asked me about like weird stuff that I'd never heard of. But so, how would we play this? I don't know. I'm into it. Make it. We'll a figure segment. it out. Make it a segment where you get one question. Okay. Per podcast, and right. see if the other ask. person knows it or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. I like it. Like, who was the lead actor in Avatar? Sam Worthington. Yes, he remembers <laughs> from the movie yeah, episode. Right. Slammed up that one. <laughs> so you got to wait a week before you can ask me a better question than oh. that. That was amateur hour. <laughs> Whatever. Nice. Well, I guess I wanted to ask one more question. What was the hardest part of putting all this together, other than having to go shopping with me? Hmm. What do you think was our biggest challenge? Well, I would say the hardest challenge for our retreat actually had more to do with the food than anything else. 
having the right amount of food, having what I would maybe hope to be like a good variance of food to, to offer, um, healthy food, snack food. I think actually we had a couple of guys who were on special diets that we didn't really take into consideration. Well, we really only had one. Um, and you know, he's, he's been on it long enough. He knows how to get, get along, um, you know, without worrying too much about it. So it, actually, and it's, it's lucky. I don't know if, um, it's just that group of guys or if it's guys in general, but none of us were that picky about it, but you're right. I mean, there was certain, <clears throat> like there could have been less, uh, junky snack foods or could have been more of something else, or, you know, in some people's opinions. So it is hard. I mean, it's, I, I get what you're saying. It's hard to plan food for any, num- any significant group of people without, you know, worrying about some of that. Yeah. And we took the route of easy, I think for a lot of it, because yeah, just good. we didn't have somebody who was really designated to spend their time thinking and preparing the food, like thinking about it and preparing it and having it ready. Like we kind of put that on ourselves and we did ask one other individual to help us with that. And he did. Um, but again, it was kind of like, it's, he just, he, as good as he is at that, that wasn't like, that's not like one of his like, oh, I want to do this kind of things. It's like, we need to find an individual maybe next time who's like, oh, I'm into cooking. Like, I want to do that. We didn't really have that this time around. So it being kind of mostly on us, I felt like we didn't do, we didn't provide maybe the best experience food wise. And then of course your grill caught on fire. Yeah. That that was fun. Which was not a good look, let's say. Yeah. And especially because we weren't supposed to have any fires this weekend. Yeah. And then your grill is shooting like five, six feet worth of flame. Okay, let's not be over dramatic <laughs> here. Okay, three. Okay, well, three feet th- of flame. That's probably actually accurate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, that that would, to me, be the thing that I would like to maybe see do be done better next yeah. time, but I don't know how that'll look unless we find somebody who's more into cooking. Right. I mean, it, it's, I think you're right. It's about either finding somebody who can, who that, you know, that is something they do and enjoy doing and, and doing for a group of people. Um, and again, it also goes back to experience. I mean, neither of you guys were going into this to say, oh, I'm, I'm super experienced at planning these sort of things. I mean, heck, event planners, event planning is a career by itself. So that's you know, true. You guys did pretty good. I think we <laughs> may have broken in here. Exactly. Yeah. There might be some new career opportunities for me and Rex here. No. No? I, not into it? I did not enjoy right, it. Forget it. And Scrap if it. I had the shop with you, I would. <laughs> I, right. I would so again, uh, other be endlessly stressed and yes you know different people shop with me enough times and maybe you'll learn something there you go okay pay attention because no. class is in session <laughs> nice, nice i will follow you around once just to get it on film people yeah. need to see the terror that you bring to the shopping center okay well, <laughs> i guess That's for good. me the like biggest it. challenge was other than just having to invest the time of writing everything. Cause we, we really did all the materials from scratch. Yeah. We were not going off of a discussion guide that had already been published. You know, we were doing our best to bring together the best of what's been influencing our church lately and, and what best fit this theme of mission. Um, but that's, man, that's, that's a lot of time. That was basically like writing four sermons mm-hmm. that were connected and not even really knowing where to start and where to finish until, you know, I had invested enough time and really given shape to each 
each message, and it's really only by the grace of God that any of that got done. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest challenges was even just deciding what the theme should be, because you really have to look critically, and, and the same is true of writing a sermon, you really have to look critically at who the audience is and what their biggest needs might be. And you don't know what men are going to come to the retreat going into it. So you sort of have to look at, okay, here's all the men of our church as a whole, like as a group. What, just based on my observations as their pastor, what I know about them going into this, what are their biggest needs? Right? So I thought about like, well, we could do some Ephesians 5, you know, love your wife as Christ loved the church type stuff. But thank the Lord, our church is filled with a lot of healthy marriages. So I thought, well, maybe we don't necessarily need to go there. Would have loved to have the kind of age and experience to be able to talk about ministering to and loving our grown-up children because so many men in our church do have that in their life story right now. So many of our guys do have grown-up children and even grandchildren. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't have the necessary prerequisites for that. I don't even have a child, much less a grandchild or an adult child. So Right. Well, you have me. (laughs) <laughs> that's true you have a three-year-old yeah <laughs> no i mean I'm you mean an adu- you're a i'm child? an adult child oh. yes yeah. that was self-deprecating humor for those of you who missed it yeah um like me but in any case i had to look at that group critically and decide okay what is going to be most effective for their growth and what is going to be uh, most effective for our church because the whole point to me of doing this kind of men's retreat stuff is to give them something that is going to help shape their mind and their spirit and then they will come back into the church with this new energy right or or with this refreshment with this new way of thinking with this new idea on their hearts and that influences where our church goes that influences who we are as a church because now right now we've introduced or reintroduced all these ideas into our body through the leaders of the church. So yeah, that was one of the most difficult parts. Delegating too. I found out I'm not super good at, especially towards the end, it became really difficult to know what should I just do myself and what should I give to the other members of my team? Um, that's really part of the reason why when it came to the food, I just threw my hands up and said, you know, someone else is going to take care of this. Mm-hmm. I think a good rule of thumb for you, for you specifically next time is always side with delegating. Because you're going to find that you put in a lot of work, you're going to be tired, you've done a lot, and you're constantly, your mind is going, you're thinking about the men, you're thinking about what we just talked about, you're thinking about what you're going to be talking about, you're thinking, is everybody having a good time? Is that person upset because of such and such? Like, you're going to be going and going and going. And then, also, you're going to give somebody an opportunity to serve, and serving, as we know, can bring joy. Mm-hmm. So you're going to you're going to bless somebody. You're going to give them a chance to do something. You're going to make them feel like they're a part of it. You're going to make them feel like they can be uh, useful and needed. And you can give yourself um, needed time away or needed time to be thinking about the things that you should be thinking yeah, about. Stay focused. Yeah. So don't feel bad about. I'm. I'm just. I'm going to. Affirm the decisions of delegating what you can. Yes. Because you do not need to feel bad about that. Mm -hmm. You are not letting them down because you aren't doing all the work. And I'm saying this from experience. I know this because I tend to do the same thing with my worship leading. There's a reason I'm the first person there Mm -hmm. every Sunday morning is because I have a hard time not just delegating but also trusting that 
it's going to get done if I'm not involved. Um, yep. And the more that I do delegate, the more that I do trust having my tech team there to help set up, the the easier it is for me to focus on the actual worship time. So definitely delegate. Amen. Good. Well, thank like you. It. Uh, well, for our audience at home, we hope you've enjoyed listening to episode four of Run Amok with Rex and Chuck. We hope you found these discussions about church men's retreats to be insightful, even if you do belong to the fairer sex. Thank you for your time and your attention, and we will see you again next Monday. For Rex and Nate, this is Chuck. We'll see you soon. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at RARC Podcast. You can find the website online at RARCPodcast.com. And you can send us questions, comments, and hate mail to RARCPodcast at gmail.com. Bye.